So, before we get started with our latest gaming impressions, did you know you could find the Lamer Gamers podcast in small, bite-sized segments? If you want to only listen to our gaming impressions, you could look up Lamer Gamers Bites on Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. You know, the one that we can't get the Lamer Gamers podcast on. But we can get it in small segments. Ugh. All right, uh, but we are adding our older shows weekly along with the our newest shows the Wednesday after release, so you can go listen to your favorite segments without having to fast forward. Um, so, as far as gaming impressions, uh, we haven't really done too much within the past month or so, seeing as our jobs have been crazy and we've been hit by natural disasters and didn't have the electricity to play games for a while there. And sometimes you have to pick up all the trees in your yard and burn things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been a little crazy. But um, let me see. Uh, I don't want to do mine in this order. Uh, I'm going to start with Fall Guys. Ooh. Uh, let me just say... Fall Guys is the greatest battle royale game ever created. Is it now? This this is a game where I have been absolutely frustrated and angered about the results of what happened, but been absolutely fine starting a new game. It is weird the emotional spectrum that you can go through with this game. <laughs> I mean just crazy man so like the, the real up? question i have for you though is are you have you gotten first place yet no i've not gotten any crowns yet you lamer also, pretty much dude um i i also haven't played too too much of it i yeah. i mean i've played maybe two hours of it um which i mean it's been out for a while and i should have played more uh but it is it is still so much fun. I don't have any crowns. Uh, I wish I did, but I don't know. It just seems that every time I end up in the uh, team games, uh, I end up on the worst team. <laughs> it's uh, always how it happens in Battle Royale. Now, uh, I have a question. It is exclusive for PlayStation and PC, correct? Uh, as of right now, yes. Is it a timed exclusive? Are we expecting this to come to the uh, the box? I don't know. Um, I haven't really seen any news about it. Because um, I know, like, the the big thing was is that it was coming to um, PlayStation Plus. So, basically, if you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, which is the... Uh, which you have to to play online games anyways, you automatically got the game for free. Um, so that was, that's, I mean, that's how I got the game. Uh, I, I would have bought it anyways, but I got it for free for PlayStation plus. Um, I don't know who makes the game, but it's devolver, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, devolver published it. Right. Right. But I mean, they they got the, the say, who was it going to, you see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Sony already has that thing with, um, I guess it's Epic where they released some Sony games on Epic as well. Right. But I think some people are playing this on Steam. Yeah, uh, I think it is on PC and, and Steam and stuff like that. I don't know if it has crossplay. I do want to get it if it has crossplay. Like, because I would like to play this game with some people. 
Um, so I have seen people say that crossplay is it. I they it either doesn't have crossplay or they're upset because the crossplay is very broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that people thought this game was going to be as big as it is mm-hmm. right now. Uh, so right. I think they're definitely going to work on it. So I, I did find sure. some news on it real quick. Uh, says Fall Guys does not currently feature crossplay. When asked about crossplay, uh, they said, and by the way, it's Media Tonic gotcha, that runs the gotcha. game. They said, at launch, we won't have crossplay. It's something we really want to do in the future. Let us know on Discord if something you're super excited about, so we can prioritize what we work on next. So. It sounds like it's going to come to it at some point, um, but not now. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's see. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. So, I don't know how many of you guys um, have you know, followed Tony Hawk over the last few years and as far as the games uh but the tony hawk series got ridiculous um, i still have ace of spades stuck in my head from one of those games part three yeah uh so <laughs> it got ridiculous to the point where there was uh, a skateboard peripheral and there were DS and Game Boy Advance ports, and it just got really bad. And then the last game to come out in the series, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, was the worst game I have ever played in my life. Okay, <laughs> not really, but definitely in the top, I don't know, 20 worst games I've ever played. I mean, it was, it was the absolute worst. Um, so people were very iffy about if this Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake were going to be any good. And uh, let me just tell you guys that uh, it's amazing. And I will talk about it a little more in our awards segment. Um, but, I mean, this game, if you enjoyed Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, you should definitely pick this up. Because it is just, it'll hit you right in the feels. In, 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 in the nostalgia because I mean it's it is those games but with the upgrades that we've seen throughout the years in graphics and things like that uh, one thing that made me feel really weird though was seeing a lot of the skateboarders in that game but they're now you know Old. 20 years older and it shows <laughs> like you you could see you know Bob Burnquist in the game with gray hair. I would love like, it if like they fell and broke a hip. Oh my yeah. god, dude, that would be so funny. Because yeah. like we we looked this up the other day, and I want to say Tony Hawk was like fifty, early fifties, late forties. Oh yeah, man, he's, right he's now. up there. Yeah, dude. So and and the dude is still ripping it like in the skateboard world. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is absolutely amazing, man. You should my, definitely pick it up. My arthritis <laughs> just hurts about me thinking about eventually being 50 and trying to skate. Like, right. I, I hurt right now, and I'm not even that age. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to uh, you, you, you talk about yeah, yours for a little I'll, bit here? I'll talk about mine. So I, I, I'm a big fan of Outer Worlds, okay? You no. guys probably know it. If, if Well... 
a new DLC release, Peril on Gorgon. So I'm going to read the intro for it and just kind of talk about my time with it, because I actually beat the game, the DLC already. Dang. So, oh, yeah. I, I, I spent some time. A severed arm and a mysterious message lead the crew of the Unreliable to the Gorgon asteroid, formerly the site of one of Halcyon's... I always say it wrong. Did I say it right? Yeah, Halcyon. Yeah, most ambitious and disastrous scientific undertakings. Now a lawless den of monsters and marauders, wealthy recluse Minnie Ambrose tasks the crew with finding answers about Dr. Olivia Ambrose, her mother, and the doomed project's disgraced director, but... They are soon ensnared in an intrigue that will change the colony forever. So this game is very much a uh, noir kind of version. Well, I mean, Outer Worlds is very noir in a sense anyway. Uh, this yeah. one's a mystery. Uh, you're trying to find the journal of uh, this woman's uh, mother who was in charge of this massive scientific project. Now, the, the thing is, you start the game by uh it, it took me a little while to figure out how to do this because one you have to start the game before the there is no going back part of outer worlds because there's a point to where you you know you beat outer worlds and you can't the game ends right yeah so you have to start before that and then you go find a random place that you want to go to doesn't really matter where because you will get stopped in your tracks with a delivery and you're not getting your normal, like, delivery you'd expect from UP USPS or UPS or anything like that. No. You get a disembodied arm attached to a phonograph. Nice. With a message. Which, I mean, <laughs> the disembodied arm itself is a message, I guess you could say. But it leads you kind of on this uh, adventure. So it was really fun. It did have some pacing issues, I think, you know, because... Outer Worlds itself, there's a lot of different places to go, but it's definitely not over, like, a big, massive world, like the yeah. Fallout series were, but it was... I did feel a little, like, closed off playing just the DLC, but that's because I'm playing just the DLC. And it doesn't really take you to a whole lot of different places outside of Gorgon, which is on a giant asteroid, so... Yeah. Um, so so let, let me butt in here real quick. You, yeah. you were talking about how you need to start it before the no turning back. Can right. you can you start it like just as a brand new character and instantly go to it? Uh, I, I don't know if you can instantly go to it. I'm about to play as my other character because the first time I played, you know, I have this character that's highly perceptive, really good at persuasion. Actually, I maxed out persuasion. And I have a mind control gun because I have high science. Um, but it said that I'm about to go back and play it as my other character, who is the corporate stooge I call Grunt. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he is level 20, whereas my other character was already like 27. Uh, but it says that it's suggested for level 25 and up. Okay, so, so here's yeah. the problem. Uh, I, I played the game how I would normally play an RPG. Right. Um, you know, I go into it not necessarily with a certain kind of build in mind, but mm -hmm. um, I try to have a nice medium of skills and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think I saved over that when I started my second character, which was uh, a, basically kind of like you did, a dummy. 
Right. Um, I basically made a dummy who is very strong, and I was trying to do a uh, destroy everyone in sight <laughs> run of the game. Yeah, you can do that. And I think that uh, I hastily saved over my original one. The way Outer Worlds work, you make a whole <laughs> bunch of different saves, though. You should be able to go to your load screen and find your other characters somewhere. Okay. Yeah, so I it's think been you're a while. Good. It's been a while since I played it, so I probably it, do have it somewhere. If you haven't played in a while, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a minute before you get used to like all the different things that are going on in the game cuz i like it it took me about an hour before i re- i got back to normal but it does gotcha. raise the gotcha. level cap in a couple of different areas like for instance uh, my persuasion capped off at 100 well now i can go to 150 which came in handy towards the end nice uh, but it to be honest though my main character was way overpowered like, I literally, in the main game, walked up to the last bad guy because I could just tell everybody, oh, no, no, dude, I'm supposed to be good here. And uh, Nice. Yeah, so um, I, I'm really overpowered in this version, too, to be honest. There are some new enemies. Uh, the, um, oh, what's his name? The, the Miasma uh, Apes, uh, forgot, Primals. Which remind gotcha. me of the big uh, ape from Xenoblade. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, territorial Rotbart. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's new yeah. versions of Territorial territorial Rotbart in this game. Uh, also, the game is actually pretty dark. The storyline, you know, Outer Worlds was always kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it had some darkness to it. But there are aspects and places in this one that you go to that are a little bit darker than the core game. So just be mindful of that. You might see some things that are somewhat objectionable. Um, And you are going to be running into an issue where you're going to basically be playing the bad guy in some sort of sense, unless you can weasel your way out of things, I guess you'd say. Uh, Okay. Yeah, but as a nerd, I actually pretty much figured out what had actually gone on. What was the peril on Gorgon, right? Uh, Which... surrounds basically without giving too much away a drug that was developed by spacer's choice that things went wrong it's always spacer's choice always spacer choice right um (laughs) anyway uh and there's i kind of figured things out by reading the computers because that's what i do like i hack into every single computer i can it's bad but yeah i figured out the twist ending and Otherwise, though, it was good. I'm going to play it again, if that tells you anything. And then I want to play with uh, Grunt, who is not the best choice. He's Spacer's the... choice. Yes. 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 Anyway, so that's that's Peril on Gorgon. Go play it. it. If you have it on Game Pass, you have this game on Game Pass, you do have to pay for the DLC. Okay. Uh, how, you don't how, to... how much is it? Uh, it is, I want to say, $14.99 for the main game. Uh, I'm sorry. For the uh, Peril on Gorgon, if you get the season pass, which is going to include another DLC, it's twenty four ninety nine. However, okay. on Game Pass, I want to say it's ten or twenty percent off. Okay, gotcha. So it's gotcha. really not that bad. Like I think I got both for twenty bucks. So. Okay. Anyway, so that's so, that's the game I've been playing. I've been playing Wasteland Three also, but I'm not ready to talk about it yet. <laughs> I hate the voice right, acting man. though. I hate the voice acting in that game. 
So this this next one I'm not going to talk too much about because uh, I've talked about it quite a bit on here. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, this game is absolutely amazing. It is uh, my game of the year choice so far. Nice. Like in a year where so many good games have come out, even though we have been dealing with this pandemic and a lot of games have been delayed and stuff like that. This game is... It's my game of the year so far. Uh, it's not the greatest looking game. Um, but as far as things to do in the game, storyline, things like that, uh, the way that it ends, the way that you could play the game, um, it's amazing. I mean, you could play it like Assassin's Creed, or you could play it like... Um, I don't know, Devil May Cry, where you just rush in and you just beat everybody up. Mm-hmm. with reckless abandon um it's amazing i love it it's my game of the year so far you should nice. uh although one complaint i have is i just really want playstation to put out a game that has a happy ending this year <laughs> there are no happy endings this year unfortunately there, they have been canceled there are no happy endings this year yeah. and i'm 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 not I'm not upset at, you know, dark endings for games. It's just, that's all that I've played this year. <laughs> I, I will say on Peril on Gorgon, I'm pretty sure I got the best ending. But it's only nice. because of my persuasion stat was ridiculous. I actually gotcha. got to use the persuasion 150 choice. Duh. Nice. Like the top choice one. The top one. possible choice is the only way that I think I could get the good ending. Duh. So just be prepared. Uh, <laughs> so the last one I'm going to talk about is Marvel's Avengers. Um, now, a while back before everything happened, I was going to talk about the Marvel's Avengers beta and how I was a little worried because... The beta it just seemed real bland. Like it just it just seemed like it wasn't gonna be all that much fun. Uh, but they cut a lot out so that they wouldn't ruin the story. And now that I've started playing the game, I absolutely love it. Now I've only played the campaign so far. Um, and not even the whole campaign. Um, I love the storyline and the way that everything's set up. Um, how uh, different parts of the story you switch out as different characters and uh, some of the characters have almost a completely different control scheme as other characters which is kind of cool it's almost um, I wouldn't really say it's on par with like Monster Hunter where you have like a ridiculously different control scheme for every weapon um, but it's, it's kind of like that. Like, each character has their own specials, and some of their weapons control differently. Like, Thor really feels like Kratos from God of War when you play. <laughs> Whereas, um, Black Widow kind of feels like Spider-Man with her agility and how she can traverse the, the areas. And uh, Captain America feels more like Dante from Devil May Cry because he's definitely more of a beat 'em up type character so it's 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 cool the way that everything's set up now I, I i will say i have heard very bad things about the online aspect um not necessarily like how it plays but that it's very uh predatory with its microtransactions um i mean did we expect anything else from this game i mean yeah 
No, no, no. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm just thinking of Spider-Man on PS5 right now and getting angry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, By the so way, how does Spider-Man thing. play? Oh, he's he's not coming out till next year. Oh well, heck, I, I don't care. Yeah. No, man. There's no. There's there's absolutely no um, extra characters added on yet. Uh, uh-huh. Every version of the game is the same right now. So they're going to add Hawkeye on all systems soon, and then next year you'll have Spider-Man on PS4. But then there's also rumors of like 15 more characters that are about to be added to it. But some of them seem like they're just going to be palette swaps. Like um, I forget I forget her name, but it, there's Hawkeye's protege who eventually becomes Hawkeye. Like she's going to be a palette swap in the game. And War Machine's going to be in the game. He's going to be a palette swap of Iron Man. Um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be weird to see how this game progresses. I guess you could say in the online aspect. Um, from what I hear, if you liked Destiny, the online portion of this game is a lot like Destiny. Um, you know, when it comes to how you get your loot and things like that, uh, a lot of the menus look the exact same as Destiny, actually, even in the campaign part of the game. Um, but I guess uh, hopefully by next week I'll have more of an update on it. Hopefully I'll have started the online portion of it and I can talk about that. But that's as far as I've really gotten in it so far. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is about it for our game impressions for this uh, week. So next up, or do you have anything else? No, 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 no. That's it, man. All right, guys. Next up, we have the Lamer of the Week Award. See you after the break. (laughs) 